When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, it's Hour 2 at Tail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We'll spend some time with Jay Moore here in about 25 minutes. Uh, former Sooner and Sooner Insider Dean Blevins with us. Last Hour Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Get it downloaded. Tell us what you think. We welcome in Mr. Blackshirt himself. A Monday with Charlie. Charlie McBride with us. Coach, how are we doing today? I don't know. Do we kick off this weekend or what? <laughs> we we aren't kicking <laughs> off, but uh, Nebraska's had a bit of a whirlwind uh, on the recruiting trail. They they got a kid out of Georgia. They lost a kid that said he was coming to Nebraska from Stanford. And uh, Betts, the wide receiver out of Omaha, is back on the team. So 2-1, and one, I guess, is how I'd, I'd put the, uh, the tally down this weekend. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, the kid from Omaha will do more for our football team than the kid from Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I look. You know, the thing about taking a one-year guy is that they're always stepping in front of somebody who could, you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice to have if you have them and sure. all that kind of stuff, but it's kind of discouraging to the ones that have been working hard and and are really good players. Mm-hmm. and uh, But, again, they add to the depth, so you don't know, and maybe you're better off the way it was. Well, and, and that's where I kind of want to go. You, you've had a bit of a, a makeover with Nebraska on the defensive line right now. The, the the kid we're talking about, MJ Sherman, isn't a defensive lineman, but he's an outside linebacker. He's a pass rush guy that – you know, was good enough to to be at Georgia and and did his work on special teams. Couldn't really uh, see the field all that often. Uh, Chief Borders is a kid they got uh, out of Florida. He's also an outside backer. Elijah Judy is from Texas A and M. So there's three SEC kids that have multiple years to play to come in. Of course, you're trying to make up for the loss of. Nelson, Mathis, and Tanner, but you still have Nash, you still have um, uh, uh, Robinson, and, uh, and you have the, the Wallen kid out of Juco as well, so Nebraska making it a priority on both lines of scrimmage, Coach. Right, well, they're, they're going to be fine. I mean, if I was coaching, I'd be happy. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in a full pout. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think you got some bodies there that can that you can work with, and uh, I'm sure that's kind of the way they feel. The other thing is, if you you got to remember, if you play that 
a three five or three whatever they call it three four two or five mm. whatever it is um you're gonna end up with somebody some of those backers may switch around because they're better blitzers mm-hmm and uh, so you don't know, you know, when you take the kid from Georgia, you know, if uh, I know they don't take people that can't run. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, yeah. and, and so, you know, and he may not be the greatest player in the world, but he is a player. Mm-hmm. Or they, you know, and um, so, you know, and he, he's a year older and he knows what he wants to do and he sees some light at the end of the tunnel and, so, you know, he may be a plus, a real plus as far as, you know, being a guy that they can plug in. Should, should be know, noted that uh, that Sherman did, in fact, run a four-five-three forty 40-yard dash his senior year of high school. So he can run, Charlie. You're right there. Well, if it, in the 40, you know, you, you know it's, it, it's, a, it's a funny thing because, uh, you know, I've always looked not at defensive linemen. Now, he's, he's a backer or – he might, you know, he may, if he runs that fast, he may be a nickel. But, you know, uh, the, the speed part of it is is with alignment a lot of times is you get a big body and you say, well, he runs a 5-2. Well, he may run a, a you know, a 1.810 or mm. something or 1.6 and and be the fastest 10-yard guy. And that that's the guy you want because he's got explosiveness. He can get to the passer and a lot of things. And the same thing goes, that's why I said everybody goes to 40-yard dash time. I want to know what they run the 10 in and then 20 in because that's where the guys that are great pass rushers can really smoke. Mm. You know, and they all talk about, people. you hear people talking about the first step. Well, that's <laughs> that's a great example of a guy that has a first step, a guy that has good 10 time. And when you have it on electric, you know, when you're what I call it electric, it may be who knows what it is now, but well, different kinds of stuff. But it's it's uh, important, I think, for a lot of your guys to get that time. And and the forty is okay. That's fine. How many times is a defensive lineman going to run forty yards? No, he, 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 he didn't raise his hand to do it real often, I don't think. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, you're looking at and, and 20 is fast is important, too. All of those things, you know, you can you look at and you can, you know, you can say, well, the kid runs a 20, like, better than anybody, but he doesn't run a 40 that good. Well, he might be a good enough linebacker to find out how you get from here to there quick, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it, there's a lot of different different things, and I've always said if you really want to find out how fast a guy can run, you put a football uniform on him and time him. Yeah, that makes sense. Charlie McBride's with us on Monday with Charlie, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, you, you, you mentioned first step, right? First step for a pass rusher. Who are mm-hmm. some of, the, who are some of the, the players you coached that had that great first step that you remember? Well, and I remember, you know, Wiscrum was a guy that didn't run, a, wasn't a super 40 guy, but his, I'll bet you his 10 was was fast, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't remember what it was. But, his, you know, those are, the, those are the guys that are, you know, you find out, well, this kid doesn't run a 40 as good, and, and, and that doesn't count, you know, when it comes down to, to getting to the passer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was one of them. I think, you know, another guy that didn't, 
you know, you wouldn't think was uh, way back when was George Andrews. Okay. I mean, he, he could get he could get places fast. In fact, he ended up playing for the Rams, and and again, he played. He was very very intelligent, and he learned both. I think a couple of linebacker positions as a rookie, and uh, so he was really valuable to them. Uh, you know, when he started out, and and it. So there's so many different things that you don't see in the newspaper about kids. Now, uh, Jason Jason Peter was another guy that could get, you know, had a, he could have played. Well, he did play defensive end in the NFL, and that that's kind of where I thought he would end up going, and he did. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have guys like that, and and. Uh, when I go back and look at my nose tackles, you know, everybody says, well, get some big bloto in there and let him take a couple of blocks. Well, we played a defense that required a, a little qu- quicker nose to, uh, nose guard. Mm-hmm. And so Kerry Winemaster, he could he could get it. You know, I mean, if you look at it, he looks like a dump truck. But, I mean, he could, he could move his feet now. And he had natural instincts and stuff like that. He had things that were God-given to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, there's guys like that that I, you know, I can remember Odious Lee was another guy behind, played when Kerry did, mm-hmm. was another guy that really, you know, really played well. And I think his son played down at Kansas this year, defensive end. And so, you know, there's there's there were a lot of guys that could do it. I mean, you know, it could get off the ball. Rod Horn looked like another truck, and he could get off the ball good. Bill Barnett, a guy that, uh, those young guys that I had, I knew more about them because there was less of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't, we didn't have the depth we had later on. Coach, and, and, yeah. No, I was going to say, when we, we talk defense and getting after the quarterback, that's so important. I wanted to, to get your thought on some of the NFL this weekend, and, and you saw some just great ball games, but man, they were tough ball games for some defensive people with big leads that weren't able to be held. What do you make? Uh, what do you make of that that Chargers game where you're up twenty-seven nothing and you lose uh, on a last-second field goal? I'd like to know how many young guys were on that team because you know they went in at halftime saying, "Hey, we 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 got this you know deal taken care of. Let's just go out, you know." That's what their mind said again, and I keep mm-hmm. talking about, you know, guys have to be prepared for every second, and, and you know, and and I always laugh when I go back to baseball and when Yogi Berra said the game isn't over till the fat lady sings, mm-hmm. and and it isn't, and and when I see guys with ten seconds to five seconds left, you know, thinking it's over and shaking hands and up and how many games have you seen this year? where guys are all hugging each other and doing this, and all of a sudden they get beat. Mm-hmm. I've seen two of those babies. And, and you know, those are the things that you've got to be ready to play all the time. I mean, all of the time. And if, if you're not, you, you can, you know, you can get yourself in a, in a bind, and that's what they did. Charlie McBride's with us a Monday with Charlie. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We were talking about this before the, the, the hour break, and Zach Taylor is keeping the tradition alive by bringing a game ball to a, uh, a different bar in Cincinnati. I think the, the blind pig 
is where Zach Taylor brought uh, Cincinnati fans a game ball. He dropped it off at the uh, the, the the bar last night. It kind of made its way around social media, and, and he thanked the fans for their support, and he's trying to get him to get on a bus to go to Buffalo. So there's a, a little less uh, of uh, Bill's mafia element uh, this weekend. <laughs> where, would, where would Coach Devaney have picked to go after a, a big win? Uh, he'd probably go down to the Legion. There's more people down there. Okay, so he would have gone to the Legion. <laughs> yeah, he would have been down to the Legion. A lot of people don't know that place is gone now. But it was, it was one of the largest legions in the country and had a great following, and everybody that walked in the place was a Husker fan. And uh, I'm sure that that would have been the first place that he'd have gone. Is this the old legion? Yeah. I'm asking a lot. I think we're, I think we're talking to you from the old you legion. Might, you might not have been born yet. No, I, I wasn't. I, 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 I think you might be right, though. Yeah, this might be the old American legion where our studios are at, Coach. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but, it, it, you know, Bob hung out there a lot. I mean, he and his family, and mm-hmm. we used to go there all the time for breakfast on Sunday when we could, you know, and... Uh, you know, it was always a good hangout for everybody. I mean, it was, uh, and it was always, you know, you had to make reservations for dinner because it was, I heard one time they could, they could, if they really did it, they could put 3,000 people in the place. Wow. I mean, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and Bob had his little office downstairs where he, uh, you know, held court mm-hmm. and, uh, Usually with the chief of police and the head of the FBI, and <laughs> but, so everybody you know, he, everybody he, came he, to see him is what you're telling me. <laughs> well, they they like to watch pro games, and so they all went down there, you know, and had their toddies, and they watched the pro football. Sounds like a good time. Where where, where, where would Tom Osborne take the game ball? I don't remember getting a game ball. I don't. I don't remember. I don't know that we ever did, did it. I, I I know that one time it was really funny. I came. Bill Callahan said we had talked to the defense before the Missouri game. I thought, oh brother, here we go. So I went in there and I guess I let them have it. And <laughs> They, 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 Missouri only scored three points. Yeah, they won. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden in the mail, I'm getting the game ball, you know. <laughs> so, so I figured, you know, I don't know if I ought to put my name in the newspaper and try to sell this deal off. <laughs> Maybe the high school coaches or something, <laughs> you know, but uh, it. You know, th- those were the those were the days when, you know, you you, you know, players. You could uh, some of them are a little more touchy now, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, but they uh, they respond the same way. I mean, you know, you, you can bring some things that touch that gets to them, and I, I usually got to them on something off the field mm-hmm. a lot of times because um, uh, it, you know, a lot of guys don't think about it. And, uh, you know, I remember my mom telling me how nervous she was before a game. And I kept thinking to myself, and my dad was the same way. He didn't say as much, but mm-hmm. he, you know, and I, I, st- I started thinking, you know something? 
we all are nervous before a game, but you know, you represent the people that love you. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the important things I think in football and 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 in athletics is that uh, you know. And so a little bit once in a while I you know hit on something like that. And sometimes some guys it'll it'll hit home. One mm-hmm. time I remember I I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to talk to him. So I I said, well, let's you know take this game and um, uh, make somebody in your family and. You know, dedicate everything you do in this game to that person, whether it's your grandma, grandpa, you know, whoever, your sister, brother, you know, whatever it is. And after the game, call them and tell them Mm. that you did that. You know, so, you know, kids, a lot of kids told me, man, coach that, you know, and and it's it's surprising what, what you can come up with, what that mentally hits some kids and some it doesn't. Some would just believe you big blowhard. Charlie McBride with us. Coach, we'll watch some football this week and check in with you Monday. Thanks for the time today. Okay. Good talking to you. Have fun this weekend. You too, Coach. It'll, it'll, it'll be fun. Okay. Bye now.